Hi there, everyone. My name is Jason. Hello, this is Alex. And we are Good Morning Games, and today we are going to talk about E3, which has been confirmed. Um, before we get going uh, too far into this, I just ask that you guys like, subscribe to the video, make a comment, let us know what you think. Um, we're kind of new to the podcast thing, so it'd be great to get some opinions. Um, you can also reach us on Twitter at uh, GM Games Podcast. Or send us an email at goodmorninggamespodcast at gmail.com. Ask, ask us a question and we'll answer it on the next podcast. Um, so, like I said at the beginning, we are going to talk about E3 a little bit, mainly Nintendo, and we're going to touch on Microsoft a little bit, kind of just maybe what we want to see. But um, before we even get into that, there was a little bit of news on a Nintendo franchise that has kind of been dormant for a really long time. Um, Alex, do you want to kind of kick this off for sure yeah um i'm gonna butcher the guy's name takaya imamura it looks like i i'm sorry i, I cannot That's, i don't know that sounds right <laughs> that sounds right he's a now retired nintendo artist and designer who worked on the f-zero franchise and he recently came out and said f-zero isn't dead it is a series that is quote hard to bring back hard to bring back without a grand idea um, the last F-Zero game that came out was F-Zero GX on the Nintendo GameCube, and that came out in 2003. Um, and he considers that game to be sort of the ultimate F-Zero, uh, in his words. So, um, I don't know. This, this is a story because it's the first bit of news we've had on an F-Zero game <laughs> in, and I don't know how long. Yeah, um, th so there was, I as I was kind of looking at this, there was one other comment that Shigeru Miyamoto said in 2012, and he, he was kind of, like, confused why people were asking for a new one, and he said something, um, he said, since the first episode um, on S uh, Super Nintendo, many games have been made, but the series has evolved very little. I thought people had grown weary of it. Why F-Zero? What do you want that we haven't done before? <laughs> <laughs> for sure, yeah, yeah. I think I said that was the last F-Zero game to come out. That's the last console F-Zero yeah. game to come out. Um, but I think there have been some handheld ones since. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it is a fun series. I, I would play a new one if it came out. But at the same time, it seems like to me that people are kind of clamoring for this because it's like a big franchise that's missing. Um, I, I'm not saying you don't like the game. <laughs> like, I'm not calling people out and saying, like, you don't like this game. But... It just it's it's easy to point at and be like, why has it been gone for so long? It's a great game. It's a fun arcade futuristic racer. Um, but I think uh, Miyamoto has a point like what? Why? Why F-Zero? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And especially when I mean, obviously, there are differences in different racing games. But, you know, with the success that they've had with Mario Kart, I'm sure that they are, you know, that's their huge Nintendo fran uh, racing franchise. And yeah. um, they do that so well that, you know, I, I kind of agree. I kind of feel like it's almost this. Um, everybody wants wants an F-Zero. You know, everyone always talks about maybe we'll get a new F-Zero. But I don't know. I, I'm kind of in the same boat. I, I would like it and I would play it, but I'm not craving it as much as everyone else. Yeah, I'm not dying for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that happened this week. And um, also about Mario Kart 9. Uh, or Mario Kart in general. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is the best-selling game on the Switch and continues to outsell every other game on the platform. And it's like 
selling so well. A lot of people are uh, saying this probably isn't good news for Mario Kart 9 coming out anytime soon because pretty much everyone right now who buys a Switch, it looks like they're also buying Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Again, I, I feel like this is kind of uh, a reason you would put out Mario Kart 9. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it actually just I, this it, when when all this was kind of coming out and people were talking about it. It was because technically it is now the highest selling racing game ever made. Uh, wow. Yeah. So that's and that is combining the original Wii U sales, but yeah. it's uh at it, it's at just below forty two million total. And it's funny because when I saw that I, I pulled up the list, I was like, well, well, then what's the second highest? And the list literally is Mario Kart 8, Mario Kart Wii, Mario Kart DS, <laughs> Mario Kart 7, and then Gran Turismo 4, Gran Turismo 5. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so the, the next closest series is Gran Turismo 4 at 17.8 million. So it's wow. far and away the best-selling racing game of all time. Yeah, might as well just keep it going and put out Mario Kart 9. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that that is a topic that a ton of people have said or been talking about. Now, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they have a Mario Kart 9 done and they are waiting. I kind mm-hmm. of see, I, I do kind of see both sides of this. I, yeah. You know, it, it's like, in one sense, it's doing, I get what people are saying in the sense of, it's doing so well, even though it's this however many year old game it's still selling like it's almost a brand new game. So I I think, you know, people are thinking if they put out, why would they put out a nine when all that's going to do is now when people pick up a switch, they're probably going to get nine instead of eight. So I understand that, but I also think it's been long enough that, yeah, I don't know. You can't, I don't know. I did that. I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't fully see that. I mean, breath of the wild is still selling fairly well and they're putting out a second one of that. I mean, I know it's not, as crazy yeah i think um i don't have the numbers on either of these but they did put out mario kart tour for phones Mm -hmm. and they had mario kart live home circuit yeah so there's mario kart stuff coming out but it's not a mainline game i don't know if those were to sort of gauge like interest in the ip of mario kart outside of mainline games just to see like i don't know figure out if it's something they could spin off more or um see if people actually want more mario kart you know mm-hmm. like are they gonna buy eight deluxe and home live circuit and dump some money into the mobile game yeah i don't know but uh we'll get more into mario kart 9 when we get into the e3 predictions <laughs> yeah so yeah so we can kind of go into that so um as you know a few weeks ago now e3 has been confirmed it's going to be all all digital um but i think kind of the main i would say shocker i guess i don't know if it's a shocker it happens it happens every three but both nintendo and microsoft are confirmed and i think the only reason that's a little bit of a talker is because after last year when um e3 was kind of pulled due to due to um the situation around the world obviously um I think people kind of started to think oh is this kind of the end of e3 because we are at an age now where you know, after Nintendo kind of made direct so big, PlayStation's been doing that. And Xbox has been doing kind of digital events. So I think people kind of thought maybe they'll just do that and save the money of being at E3 because they do have to pay to be at E3. Um, but it's just good to know that they're both there. Yeah. Um, kind of touching on that, 
in February, so a couple months ago, uh, Reggie Fizmi, the former Nintendo of America president, said he, he was talking about E3 in an interview, and he said, I think that E3 is an event and a moment in time where new content is shared and celebrated. I think that is a truly magical that is truly magical for the global games business. But I have to say that what I read about E3's E3 2021 doesn't sound all that compelling. Mm. Um, he doesn't sound too excited about the about the direction it's going in. Um, well, he goes on to say, if I were king for a day, I'll tell you how I would do it. I think doing this digitally is absolutely right. And the reason for that is there are more than the 60,000 people who would typically attend an E3. There are millions more interested in finding out what's going on and executing an event digitally is the way to bring back, bring that back to life. So that's the right track. But having said that, I think that platform holders need to find a way digitally to enable their fans, their players to experience the content because that's the key for E3. Uh, the ability to be playing The Last of Us Part 3 for the first time or to play the next Breath of the Wild game for the first time or to play the next great game coming from the new bunch of Xbox studios. Um, so he's saying digital is the right way to go just because of the interest in games is growing so rapidly. But they got to find a way to get people how, like the ability to to demo these new games at home um yeah. which i don't think we're going to see a lot of this year it sounds yeah. like but yeah i mean that's a that's a huge point i mean e3 really started as you know, i could become i could be a little bit wrong but i mean a huge a big point of e3 was press at least back in the day was mm -hmm. press going to the events they them seeing the you know before it was live streamed for all the fans they would see all these things. They would get to play the new games after they were revealed, and then they'd write articles about them. And that's how we'd learn about these new games. And so it was really more of a, like an interactive thing. That's the whole point of E3. And so, yeah, if everything's going to be digital, yeah, I mean, that'd be great if they did, you know. And it, it's possible. I mean, I don't think it's going to be as much this year, but down the line, it, I guess it's possible if that they... You know, just during the E3 event, maybe that day then after Nintendo's director conference for that day, you can try a demo of something. Um, that'd be awesome. I mean, I, that'd be so cool. It's definitely doable. I just played the Resident Evil Village timed demo and uh, I'm in we're in Pacific time zone and from 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. Pacific for one night, you could play the demo for 30 minutes. So like. <laughs> they can do that yeah. uh so like during e3 it's like hey we have a time demo for this game we have a time demo for this game that's that's the way to go with like extending um e3 out to fans who are at home um yeah. so yeah i think they can do it just maybe maybe didn't have enough time to, to get it figured out this year maybe some people were still thinking it would be back to a physical conference but who knows uh and then doug bowser uh, current president of Nintendo of America tweeted um, just a couple weeks ago. Uh, he said, it's going to be great to get the video game industry back together with our fans this June. We'll make the, we'll make the virtual format fun and engaging. Looking forward to seeing you all in June. So obviously Nintendo's cooking something up uh, for fans. Yes. And that's where we can kind of go into what we are thinking or what we're hoping that they are cooking up. So I guess to kick it off, I think that an obvious thing, I think we have to see Breath of the Wild 2. Um, <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> I, I, I just, yeah, I, I'm just going to go there off the bat because 
I just think for Nintendo, I mean, everyone is expecting that. I think mm-hmm. everyone would be disappointed. And I think fairly, like, rightfully so, if they didn't have something Breath of the Wild, the sequel to Breath of the Wild. It doesn't mean, it's, it's not fair to say, like, if they don't announce that it's coming out this year, then we all riot. You know, it, it's not that. Yeah. I just think there has to be something. They have to have another trailer at least. I agree. Um, in February, during that direct, they said we're we're gonna have more news about the sequel to Breath of the Wild later this year. Initially, I thought that meant when they say later this year, I thought that meant like second half of the year. But I don't know. E three feels like the right time to. If they don't talk about Breath of the Wild two, it's the whole show is a massive failure, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> they gotta say something. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Not like I mean, and I know that that seems really unfair, but it's just like they know it's what people want. It's what people want, and they know. I mean, that's where it was announced was E three two years ago. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, they know that people are waiting on this. They know that they've said now. Technically, they've said two times because when they announced Age of Calamity, they said the same thing. Like, I know you think I'm going to talk about Breath of the Wild, too, but we'll talk about that more down the line. You can't do that a third time. (laughs) You're (laughs) killing us. That's a good point. (laughs) That's Uh, a good point. I mean, the first Breath of the Wild was delayed, I think, like three years. I think it was originally a 2014 game that came out in 2017. mm -hmm. I don't. Please don't put us through that again, Nintendo. <laughs> and you know what? I, I don't think that they are. I don't. I, nah. Because I think that if it was, you know, internally delayed a lot, we would have known about that. They would have said something. I think it's, I think like, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know, for some reason it makes me feel better that we haven't heard much about it. Just because it's mm-hmm. like, you know, like they're, Everything's and they've said both times they've talked about it. They said everything's going smoothly. Everything's progressing smoothly. And I I believe it. I mean, I don't I just think that, you know, like with Metroid Prime 4, when they had to start over, they told us. I mean, yeah, they weren't just silent and then for three years, drag us along, you know, and and I think that they would they would do something like that. So I I, I don't think that there's any like delays or anything. I mean, maybe a little bit, but um, yeah, I think we both agree that it's most likely a holiday game this year and potentially a March 2022 game. Yeah. I think we're, we're both in agreement on that. I, th- um, yeah, I think it's going to be this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've got kind of what I would like to see the show be, uh, written down here. Do you want me to run through it? Yeah. Here's, here's what I'm thinking. Um, I think it's going to open this. These, this is what I kind of expect. Obviously, just to preface, I have no insider information. <laughs> this is just pure speculation. So, you know, but based on their history and what they've done in the past, I, I feel it's realistic. Um, I think it will open with a Donkey Kong 40 announcement. Normally they do a Smash Brothers Ultimate character reveal as their opening, like something hype, but not over the top. So I think a Donkey Kong 40... Uh, because it's the 40th anniversary of Donkey Kong uh, announcement, that would be a great way to kick things off. There, there's been a great uh, reaction to Pac-Man 99, so getting another battle royale for the NSO is would be a good way to start. Then I think we'll get we will get a, a Smash Ultimate character reveal. Um, I I do not know 
I have no clue who it's going to be. <laughs> like, zero. It I could be Rayman, could be Crash, could be Master Chief, could be a new Zelda character. I think the, uh, the, uh, uh, the champions would be a very sick addition, like all four as one character somehow, or, or even just one of them. Um, we're going to get Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity DLC, I think Shadow Dropped, like released that day because they said in the last direct it's coming out in June, I believe. The first first pack is June, so I think we'll get like and it's available now, Age of Calamity DLC. I think we'll get Mario Golf Super Rush info because that'll be coming out two weeks after E3, so they're gonna want to remind people. And then we get into the newer stuff. Um we're gonna hear we're gonna get a teaser for a new Kirby game with a 2022 release. We're going to get Fire Emblem remaster teases um, for 2022 release. Those are, those are like the two further off things I think they'll, they'll bring up. Um, I've got new 2D Metroid hitting this fall. Um, that has been talked about and rumored for two or three years now, so... It's time time for something on that. And if not that, then Metroid Prime tr uh, Trilogy, which I think will be their, uh, their January slash February, you know, early year port that they have a, uh, a track record of doing the past few years. I think we'll get that Prime Trilogy right, right after the holiday season. I have no idea if they're going to even talk about Prime 4. If anything, I think it'll be a brief, very brief development update. I kind of doubt it. I'm, I'm just, I've gone on record saying this. I think it's a holiday 2023 game. <laughs> like it's, it's a, it's a ways off. So yeah. if anything, they'll just say development is moving along smoothly, but yeah. Um, and then we, then it'll pivot into Zelda and we'll get uh Zelda 35 NSO game, Zelda game and watch handheld. Uh, more details on Skyward Sword, which releases in July. Uh, the Zelda game collection with Wind Waker and Twilight Princess for September or October. And then Breath of the Wild 2 for this holiday. And that's what I think their first party stuff is looking like for this E3. Thoughts? <laughs> I think that that would be an awesome E3. Um, yeah, and I am 100% agree with no way metroid prime 4 i don't see that at all um and i think that they don't need to i think if they especially if they are announcing a 2d coming out they don't need to push um yeah you know they, they don't need to speak on metroid prime 4 um yeah i mean whenever um i hear people kind of run down a, a list of e3 like everything you said seems plausible and at the same time I'm like, like they, they, they can't hit all those, will they? Like, I know, you, you know, <laughs> I know, like, like cause, cause there's just so many directs where it's like, oh man, it's E3 season, baby. Yeah. 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 <laughs> gotta, gotta build the hype. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that that would be amazing. And I do, you know, of the things that you said, uh, you know, I'll kind of, so I didn't, I didn't necessarily write down, like, I didn't necessarily write it down the way you did. I just kind of wrote things I would like to see. And I think are possible. Um, and so I'll just say I do think that there will be a chunk. So it sounds like that the plan originally for last year was that they were going to have a huge Mario 35, mm -hmm. you know, 
um, yeah. celebration. So I do think that there's definitely going to be a chunk of this that is a Zelda 35, 35th anniversary um, celebration. And yeah, I think we'll see the Twilight Princess Wind Waker. They'll talk about Skyward Sword. Um, we still don't really know what changes are going to be in that besides the controls, obviously, but there was a lot of other things that would be amazing if they could fix or just change a little bit. So I'm, I'm hoping that we hear about that. Um, and then let's see, I love the, uh, opening with Donkey Kong, uh, 40. And to be honest, I do, I want to see a full Donkey Kong game, but I kind of don't, I, I kind of think that it would be enough just for them to say, hey, there's a Donkey Kong 40 game, you know, we're celebrating the yeah. 40th anniversary. Like, I don't, for some reason, I don't really see them celebrating it much more than that. And I think that that would be enough just to them, for them to acknowledge it's the 40th anniversary of Donkey Kong. I agree. Here's an NSO game. I think that that's enough. I, I don't know. Um, they just throw Donkey Kong a bone because yeah. he's like, he's like their first big game. Like they got to do a little something yeah and that's that's i think that's a perfect way to do it yeah definitely um so i i think i'll write a few i wrote a few other things so one thing that hasn't we haven't mentioned um is i am expecting and this may not be during nintendo's presentation it could be during ubisoft um i'm expecting another a sequel to either Mario plus Rabbids, or it could be Zelda plus Rabbids. Um, because oh, shit. that game way outsold what they were expecting. And it was like a, everyone at Ubisoft pretty much was like, so that I've seen like tons of interviews where they're like, like, thank you so much for the support. Like this was not, we did not mm-hmm. think it was going to do this well at all. And that was like right after. And I've heard m- multiple people say that like, you know, there's no reason that they wouldn't make a sequel. So um, that'd be cool. I actually really did like the first one. Um, I thought it was a cool, it was a cool idea. And, it, and I think it worked better than it should have. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if there was a Mario plus Rabbids sequel, or maybe it's Zelda plus Rabbids. I don't know. That would be weirder. I think Mario works better, but we'll see. I, that's a really cool idea. I like Zelda plus yeah. Rabbids. Yeah. That'd be I'm, crazy. I think that would be awesome. Um Plus, just a Zelda tactical strategy game. Yeah. Shit. And I think <laughs> as I'm as I'm saying that now, I think if they did that, and this is my fingers crossed, I think it'd have to be Toon Link. That's the only one that's yeah. gonna that would fit in that world. <laughs> I feel like. Um so yep, I have that. I also think I, we will hear something Metroid. I Yes, it, we it have will to. either be the two, a 2D game coming out or the Prime Trilogy. Um, and I personally think it will be one of the other or one or the other. Um, mm-hmm. I think both are coming. Um, I just think any three, they'll only announce one. Could be wrong. I'd be very happy if I was wrong. Um, but yeah, I would take either of those. I have... I have been waiting to replay any of the Metroid Prime games. I have not played them for so long. Yeah, and as me too. soon as the Switch came out, I have not play, replayed any of them because I've been waiting on this. And it's just like I I almost cracked like just like a month ago and like started <laughs> started playing Metroid Prime um on my Wii U 
and I played through like the intro and then I was like, I, I can't do this. I can't like, I, <laughs> like I don't, I, just let me, I just got to wait. Um, <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm breaking my own promise to myself. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, I, we've done tons of episodes on this, so we don't need to talk about it, but I, I it would be awesome if there was, um, N64 virtual console, um, type yeah. of thing. Um, I don't expect that this year, but yeah, I, I just don't expect that to be an, an E3 announcement. Yeah, that's definitely possible. Um, so I know n- neither one of us are huge fans of this series, but they got to say something about Bayonetta 3. That's another yeah. one that it's like, yeah. I, I mean, that's another one that's just like, it's, it's almost weird. It was announced so long ago mm-hmm. and they just haven't said anything. So, um, and that's another one where they've kind of said like, um everything's going smooth so I yeah don't know. <laughs> um i do think that we'll get something uh pokemon brilliant diamond or shining pearl they normally do their own thing but they had but i remember in the last e3 the one where breath of the wild sequel was revealed they did have a chunk on um sword and shield um which was coming that year or that november so i i wouldn't be surprised if they did something on the diamond and pearl remakes um, but I would love to hear more about Arceus. Um, and just kind of speaking of that, that's it early 2022. I, that seems soon to me, but that would be awesome. Um, mm-hmm. And if it is early 2022, that'd be, this would be a good time to talk more about that. Um, I'm with you. I had written down the fire, uh, fire, fire emblem remakes. We've been kind of hearing things about that. Um and so yeah, uh, I think the GameCube one and yeah. the DS one. Yeah, there was yeah yeah yeah. I didn't I, I didn't play, but there was it was. I believe there was one that was like a almost like a Pokemon where they have two, you know, like blue and red, um, radiant yeah, dawn maybe. Yeah, yeah. I I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I know what you're talking about though. But yeah, so I'm I'm newer to Fire Emblem, but I loved Three Houses. It was like my favorite game that year. So I, I would be I would be in to check out the remakes because, yeah, I'd never really played any of the older ones. Um, and then that's pretty much all I have. The only other things I have written down are things I'm not really expecting, but um, maybe something new Pikmin. We've been waiting on that forever. I feel like that's probably not going to happen, but... The fact that they released the Pikmin 3 Deluxe recently, it's like, I don't know, maybe they were trying to gauge some sort of interest. Um, I also think that um, I wouldn't be surprised if they've done a Captain Toad sequel. Um, I kind of think it's weird. Oh, that, that could be cool. I kind of think it's weird that like I, that, I feel like that did pretty well. Um, I mean, for the Wii U, and then they ported it over, and it was a great game. Um, so... I, I don't think that that should be just a one and done series. Um, but that's just kind of, I, I don't expect that really. I'm just, um, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think I got that fire emblem name wrong. It's fire emblem fates. That was the, the blue and red or purple and red versions. But, uh, yeah. Captain toad sequel would be cool. Yeah. That, I'd be down for that. Yeah. And then that's I, really it. That, that's that. I think that's all I have. I think that they'll, um after the i i've t- I, I know i've talked about it a few times that um i'm i'm really looking for looking forward to hollow knight silk song i think that they'll do a reveal and a release date in, in 
uh the e3 because that that's garnered enough hype now that it it, it i think th- i think they the first one originally released because i mean it was on like pc and everything and it had already been pretty big and it was on mm-hmm. and then they said it's now on switch today during the e3 when they, it was all about smash bros so we'll see mm-hmm. um yeah i had a couple other things that i want to see but it probably won't be there. <laughs> Let's hear him. I think a third game in the Donkey Kong Country series that's been developed by Retro would be very cool. Um, I don't even know if that was ever in development or, or what Retro's been working on since Tropical Freeze ended in 20, or was released in 2014, you know, before they started Prime 4. Mm-hmm. Um, if there is a third <laughs> Donkey Kong Country game, it'd be great to see it this year. I love that series. Um, Mario Kart 9. This one, like we said earlier, this game could be done right now. Nintendo's just like, why Why are we putting it out? The old one's selling 30, <laughs> 40 yeah. million copies. Like, what are we, what would we do that for? I think, the, I think Mario Kart 9 is going to be the focus of E3 next year. Yeah, I And I think it's going to come out next year. Uh, for holiday that that feels right um yeah, i would agree next year we get a uh, uh, splatoon 3 mario kart 9 um the the kirby game that that feels like a good solid lineup for 2022 um and then i put a star fox game on here just because i want to see that one come back but i i don't i don't expect that at all mm-hmm. um but yeah those are just a few and an N64 on the NSO, uh, which we talked about already. I don't, I don't think it'll be an E3 announcement. Could be way off, but I also have, th- again, this is all first party stuff. There could be a, a ton of like really cool third party games coming to Switch. Yeah. It's almost impossible to speculate because we've seen everything come to this platform, like literally from all over the place. <laughs> like yeah. ports that I've completely, of games I've completely forgotten about um all the way to like doom eternal so it's it's anyone's guess as to what's what third party stuff's going to be announced yeah yeah and again it's um i think it's a higher chance that a lot of the things we've said they're not all there and there's a lot of third party stuff and just a few of the ones we said you know well if you look back like uh, we didn't have E3 last year, but 2019 we had. 2019 was amazing. I remember Luigi's Mansion Three, uh, Link's Awakening. Um, those weren't announced at E3. I don't think. Yeah, no, those were announced in that February direct. I think. That's right. Or the Link's Awakening was, and Luigi's Mansion was like announced before that, like the September direct before that, or something. Yeah, but the that was like the main focus of it, and then, um. Yeah, I don't remember what exactly was announced at E3 and what was just covered there, but like 2017, there was Mario Odyssey, ARMS, Splatoon 2, and Metroid Prime 4. It's like, that's a pretty <laughs> pretty yeah. sick lineup of stuff. Yeah. Um, I went I went way back. Like, their, their best one, I think, was probably um, either 2002, which was Wind Waker, Super Mario Sunshine, and Metroid Prime. It was just like a incredible gamecube lineup for their e3 or 97 
for N64. They did Ocarina of Time, Banjo-Kazooie, and GoldenEye 007. Oh my god. Yeah, those are both <laughs> unbelievable lineups of stuff to showcase at E3. Um, so, you know, they could they could just decide to just blow really it out. press it. I mean, just blow it out. <laughs> I mean, we I feel like more this year than ever. I feel like we don't know as much that's like in the pipeline. Like, yeah, right. I, I'm trying to think like besides Mario Golf and Skyward Sword, which I think we can count on being talked about. What else do we know? I mean, Splatoon 3, I guess, and the Pokemon games. I don't think we'll see anything about Splatoon 3. I don't either. Yeah. Um, One thing I did want to talk about, I think we'll get a a random 3DS port that we like, that comes out of nowhere, kind of like Miitopia during the February Direct. That could be the Fire Emblem game, or it could be just something like i i don't even know <laughs> just yeah. some random 3ds game maybe a mario and luigi uh bowser's inside story or so- something like that mm-hmm. um something like that i could see getting announced during a treehouse which i'm sure they'll do treehouse events during all this um but yeah i think i think we'll probably see more 3ds games start coming over to switch mm-hmm. um all right do you have anything else for, for nintendo no, I don't think so. Well, I have one thing that can kind of lead us into um, Microsoft. Is oh, do we think before, that before yeah. before we lead in? Uh, I I don't think the Switch Pro is at E3. Oh yeah, I me neither. No, no Switch Pro at E3. I think that's September. But yeah. okay, I, yeah, I I think that they they can only they they got to announce that pretty quick beforehand. Otherwise, people will just hold off on buying a Switch. Um, yep. So, yeah, I agree. But yeah, um, so heading into Microsoft, you know, what do you think about all these rumors that are now swirling that Nintendo and Microsoft are working on something? And could anything like that be announced here? Oh, man, I'm glad you asked, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Take it away. I've got I've got some thoughts on this one. A lot of people think Game Pass on Switch is a possibility. I think it is a possibility, but also that that just feels like a very huge like video game universe rocking announcement. Like <laughs> I feel like that should be a standalone um announced ahead of time. Like Microsoft and Nintendo have a joint announcement on this date, like type of thing. That's that's a very big thing. Um there's other stuff that people have talked about. I could be wrong. That could be what is is they're leading to here. Um, just to preface all this, the Halo Instagram account put out a picture of Mario characters in Halo Spartan armor not yeah, long ago. I saw that. Which was an amazing piece of art. <laughs> but um, it's like, wow, what are they doing that for? And then we also got uh, Phil Spencer. Um, he he during that uh, that conference he had a switch on his shelf behind him and he's said before that like he likes to sort of tease announcements by putting things on his shelf so there is so that's that's kind of like the basis of of this of this speculation but uh we could be getting master chief in smash we just saw master chief in fortnite which was kind of weird but i honestly think he's a much better fit for smash brothers than he is for fortnite yeah 
that would be a very hype announcement um and would kind of fall in line with all the mario characters wearing spartan armor mm-hmm. <laughs> art that they gave up that they put out we could see sea of thieves on switch <laughs> which is uh uh it could be fun um that game still is alive and well and has a huge uh huge huge audience right now so could see something like that happening we could see the old rare replay come uh over to switch and this is an interesting one we could see a switch edition of rare or a nintendo edition of rare replay that includes uh stuff like conquer's bad fur day diddy kong racing the banjo games blast core jet force gemini and all the donkey kong countries um I think a Nintendo specific rare replay would be like a huge, like that would sell millions. (laughs) Drop that for 20 bucks, 30 bucks. That would, that would sell 5 million copies. 40 bucks, 60 bucks, hundred bucks, 125 (laughs) bucks. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, when you said that at the beginning, I now have changed my opinion and I agree with you that. Yeah. I I mean, that makes way too much sense that the, it's such a it would be such a big deal for them to have something together. Yeah, I kind of agree. You would think they would like hold a joint. So unless we hear, you know, as we get closer, they're also doing a joint press conference. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like it would be something that at, would be at one of theirs, you know, like wh- whoever announces that that's the, a huge moment, you know, if it's Microsoft. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's possible that at some point that that happens, that there's um, xcloud or and game pass on the switch only because i mean i can almost guarantee just based on how microsoft has been pretty much moving these past few years they would do that and they want to do that it's more so nintendo coming up with a deal with them to allow game pass on there um but the thing is that it would just be so weird it would have to be like a it would have to be its own unique like game pass that only has like first party Microsoft games because Nintendo's not going to allow like why would Nintendo allow all of Game Pass on there when they sell those games for 60 like some of those games for $60 on their eShop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. They sell Bethesda games like you can buy the Doom games on the eShop. So why would those then be offered for on Game Pass if Nintendo's going to now be making way less money on that you know i I don't know they do have sort of separate game passes for pc and xbox so i think we could see that on switch as well that's a good point yeah that that's that's more what i would have to see and yeah i'm not saying it i definitely think that that's possible but i think it would yeah have to be its own unique one which would have way less games i'm thinking it would just be like microsoft first party which would still be amazing i mean that would be incredible yeah um but yeah so yeah I, i i i do think that something is going on there but after what you said, uh, I'm with you. I kind of don't expect to see that at E3. Yeah, it just seems so... It, it's Because it's a digital event, it's like... That would either overshadow everything or get lost in the shuffle. Like, it does. It just feels like there's the, the wrong place for, yeah. <laughs> for uh, a joint Microsoft-Nintendo announcement. Yeah, it would definitely overshadow everything. I don't think it would get lost yeah. in the shuffle. I think it would just, like, anything else would be second to that (laughs) yeah 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 i immediately redact that but (laughs) 
okay, you want to run through our Microsoft expectations? Yeah, and, and yeah, I'll kind of go. I, I don't have a ton. I mean, um, you know, ob- obviously, if you've been listening to us, we know a lot more about like Nintendo, and we're more in 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 tune with that. But I mean, I I, I we both play all the systems, and we're, we're fans of all the companies. Um, so I do think that there will be another big Halo Infinite showcase, and I think it's going to be great. Um, I think yeah. that they will have a huge trailer. I mean, if it's still expected to come out, um, I, you know, as of the plan right now, I believe it's holiday of this year. Um, so yeah, I think they'll have another huge showcase of that. Um, I think we'll m- probably hear some more about uh, Starfield um, from Bethesda. Um, yep. I'm not really expecting Elder Scrolls, but that would be awesome. Nah. <laughs> um, I do think we'll hear um, about Elden Ring, which... Um, oh, you okay. I do, because... I hope so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do think, because there was, like, some footage leaked that was, like, supposedly, like, a trailer that they were planning on releasing or something like that. I don't know, but that's... I remember that. Um, so, yeah, and, and for anyone who doesn't know, that is uh, from a From Software game, which are all the Dark Souls-type games, and then it, but it's the whole story is written by... George R. R. Martin, who uh, did Game of Thrones. Um, so it's, you know, I think everyone's impression of that is that it's going to be a Dark Souls type game, but it's going to be in like, what's the, even the word? Fantasy world. And there's going to be a way It's going to have more, a really amazing story. Yeah, and just <laughs> way more story to it. Because those games normally are not a ton of story. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that'd be sweet. It'd be great if we could see a new Banjo-Kazooie. I'm not expecting that. Um, oh God, my dream. And then the my final thing I have is um, there's been a lot of stuff recently um, talking about uh, Hideo Kojima, um, possibly um, Microsoft has been working on like get it, doing a deal with him to have his next um, game be uh, Xbox exclusive, which if anyone doesn't know who he is, he made the uh, Metal Gear games and then did Death Stranding for Sony. Um, but mm-hmm. They really want to get Microsoft has said multiple times that they really want to get um, more Japanese developers on Xbox. Mm-hmm. And so that'd be a huge gift for them. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then I, the, I do, the only other thing I would say is, and I don't have specific games. I think that this would be, you know, this would be a good opportunity and it would not surprise me if there are some huge big name top dollar games coming to game pass that they could announce now. Like, I, you know, I, yeah. I, ones that have already been released, but just like ones that you're like, Whoa, that's going to be on game pass. I, I, I just think that this is the time to do that. I agree. Yeah. I was going to add, there's probably going to be some big, big boy game pass announcements coming at E3. Um, even, even just seeing the show come yeah. like coming this week. That's huge. Like if, I think we'll see things even bigger than that um, at E3. But uh, yeah, I'm with you on all that. Uh, Halo Infinite, I think they're going to reintroduce that game and it's going to look way better than what we saw last year. I think they're going to put an emphasis on like uh, the visual improvements um, because it got dragged through the dirt for (laughs) how it looked last year. Um, I thought it looked cool again. I thought the gameplay looked fun. It looked like Halo, looked like what I remembered the game to be, but a lot of people had problems with the visual fidelity of it, I guess. 
I think we'll probably get a multiplayer beta announcement. I don't think it's going to be like, and today you can play the game, but I think they'll say probably like a uh, multiplayer beta coming in September or late August or something like that. Yeah. Um, I think a Forza Horizon oh, yeah. um, announcement will be coming and it's going to look unbelievable on the Series X. Yeah. Um, Horizon 4 already looks so good. I, I have no idea how it's going to be any better, but uh, I, I think we'll get that. And Psychonauts 2 will be there. Um, I hope I hope we get something from Avowed that... Oh, uh, yeah. That game looked awesome. That game looks sick. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we will, but I that game looks like a pseudo-sequel to Skyrim, mm-hmm. and I cannot wait for that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know how many hours I have in Skyrim. It's disgusting. But um, the gunk, I hope we see the gunk. That was at that oh, Xbox yeah. event a while ago. Yeah, that I looks like that a really good. cool, um, fun, like original game. Starfield Starfield has to be there. Mm-hmm. I mean, for God's sake, show us, Star, show us one clip of Starfield, just what that game looks like. Yeah. Um, Another Bethesda announcement that I think might be there is maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> Indiana Jones that uh, I remember a while ago they announced they're working with LucasArts on an Indiana Jones game. So yep. we'll see that. This one, I think, I think also has to be there. It's the new Rare game, Everwild. Mm-hmm. It was shown off two years ago, and then I think we had one trailer last year, but we haven't seen any gameplay for that. So I think Everwild will show gameplay this year. Yeah, and that game looks beautiful, but I don't know what it is, and I don't think I have they, no clue. I don't think <laughs> they have went into too much detail. And this could be, you know, I could be wrong, but I I remember like everyone kind of thought it seemed like this like adventure game and everything, and then I feel like I feel like I read somewhere that the only thing they said about it is like it is a big on like there is a big online part of it so i don't know okay that throws me off so um it just looks like really cool art direction yeah uh heavy like weird folklore story elements and um great i mean it looks great I just yeah. have no clue what it is. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it could, looks, be, a, it, could it, be a puzzle game. Yeah, like, I don't yeah, know. yeah. It does look really good, though. Uh, and then, real quick, these are the Microsoft things that I want to see. And these, somehow, these are in order of most likely to happen to probably not happening ever um, or anytime soon. And I didn't mean to put them in that order. And it's also crazy that that is the order, but... First one's Fable. I don't think they're showing that this year. I think probably next year. Um, next one's Perfect Dark. Again, maybe something, but, you know, probably not. Mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls Six. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Fallout 5. Please, please don't, <laughs> don't let the Fallout franchise just end with 76. Yeah, yeah. That game is underwhelming just to be to be nice about it um i love the original fallout games all the way up through new vegas i was kind of met on four and 76 is uh, a big letdown so a fallout 5 would just even a tease just give me a little taste <laughs> just yeah. show me a show me a vault countdown or something and then the last one was banjo kazooie 3 
it's it's never gonna happen <laughs> so <laughs> i feel like they've started and quit on banjo three like four or five times now from what i've read it's so weird too because like that is the exact type of game that microsoft could use like that yeah that is what i feel like they really are missing is like a you know just like a platformer 3d platformer type thing and mm-hmm. they are sitting on gold with banjo <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah come on <laughs> like what are you doing phil <laughs> yeah so yeah that'd be Put awesome. somebody to work on it come yeah. on anybody um <laughs> anybody yeah don't even it doesn't even have to be rare at this point because <laughs> the i mean the developers aren't even yeah the original the people who worked on the other banjo games aren't even there anymore i don't think so whoever you got whatever one of those hundreds of studios you just but put one of them to work on Banjo yeah. 3. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all I got for, for Microsoft, though. Cool. Um, okay, well, um, yeah, just to kind of wrap it up, ob- obviously um, we're still two months out. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of stuff can come out, and obviously these are just really early thoughts. And I, we only went over Nintendo and Microsoft right now. Um, we'll probably do another episode. Uh, as it gets closer and maybe we can talk about talk about all of them um but uh yeah so i i'm excited i i'm happy that e3 is coming back um i i've always liked it i've always watched it um all day yeah um so yeah i'm excited um anything else um no, not that I could think of. Uh, we had one person write in and ask if we know anything about Formula One 2021 story mode. It got announced. That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> I have no, got nothing. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, thank you uh, so much for listening. And again, um, if, if you enjoyed this, if you, um, you know, whether you did or didn't, um, please subscribe. Um, Give it a like. You can comment whatever you want. Follow us um, on Twitter at GM Games Podcast. And if you have any questions, email us at goodmorninggamespodcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, you can send us questions or um, just ideas that, of things you want us to talk about. And um, we'll definitely listen to you. So uh, thanks so much for listening. And we will catch you next week. We'll see ya. See ya.